Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Club. This is the place everyday real estate investors gather to share their best stories, biggest insights, and favorite tactics to grow a portfolio of cash-flowing properties in today's market. Here's your host, Gabe Peterson. All right, we are back with another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. Today we have Brent Bowers with us for time number two. We don't have many repeat guests, so I'm super excited to have Brent on here. Brent, if you guys don't remember, he is a land guy from the Land Sharks. He's all about investing in real estate on the land side, which is uh, not something many people do. It's a very niche market, so I'm really excited to jump into this. So Brent, thank you very much for hopping on. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me for a second time. Um, I'm going for three, just like I did for my <laughs> real estate license. I had to take the course three times. I finally passed it. So by the third time, we'll get this right and uh, just give everything to your listeners. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. All right. I uh, I told you before we got on here, we like stories at Real Estate Investing Club. Um, we like to just hear you know, how people got started because it's never the same. It's always different. So why don't you take us to yours? How did you get into real estate? Crazy story. Uh, 2007, I always wanted to be a real estate rock star. I always wanted to get, get started in real right. estate. I wanted to be wealthy. Uh, you know, I just, I just looked up to people that were wealthy and, and we grew up, you know, comfortable. My parents worked really hard and, but I always knew that like, I, I wanted to go further and do more things, see more things. And, uh, my parents always absolutely encouraged it. So, 2007, I got my real estate license after I took it the third time. Um, and I got all the excuses in the world, but you know, I just, I don't know, I suck at tests. Um, but I thought <laughs> I had to get a real estate license uh, to be a real estate investor. Ultimately, wanted to be a real estate investor. I didn't want to drive people around. Uh, that's what they used to do back then. They would drive them around and <laughs> all that yeah. stuff and Old list school. houses and find buyers. But got my real estate license, joined Exit Realty. And one of our sister, the actual agent that sponsored me and kind of showed me the ropes listed a house very quickly uh, from the time I joined. Well, I put an offer on it. I thought that's what we were supposed to do as real estate agents, right? Uh, so I put an <laughs> offer on it. Houses. Yeah, we're buying these, right? Um, <laughs> so it gets accepted. I needed $1,000 for an earnest money deposit. I didn't even know what the heck that was. Um, they didn't talk about that in real estate school. It was all of ethics and blah, blah, blah. I can't even tell you what it was about because I... <laughs> Don't, don't remember. Maybe that's why I had to take the test three times. <laughs> Anyhow, um, so I had to borrow a thousand bucks from great grandma. I uh, got my earnest money deposit, paid it, paid her back when I closed on it because I got a real estate commission for buying that house. I was like, this is too good to be true. We're getting paid to buy things. Um, so I put a tenant in it. Now I'm a landlord. Um, I moved to the coast. I just got married as well. And I you know, kind of leave, I leave my lawn and landscape business that was paying me very well. We built it up pretty good. And then my dad came out and kind of took it over. We built it together for a while. Then he kind of took it over and 2008 happens. And I'm getting my teeth kicked in daily. Not really, but I felt like it. <laughs> um, I'm wearing out shoes, having to buy them. Uh, ultimately told, had to tell my landlord that the house I was renting, I'm not gonna be able to afford the payment next month. So I got to move out. I uh, ended up moving in with my in-laws. Um, I love them so much, but 900 square foot house, four adults and one child shouldn't live enough. in that house with one bathroom. Um, so I was very eating humble pie, not really making any money. And uh, my wife's grandpa, I really looked up to him. He introduced me to Jim Rome, by the way. Uh, 
not physically, uh, but through cassette tapes that I had to transfer to CDs. And he said, you know, Brent, join the military, like do 20 years, retire. You'll have it made. Uh, You can go back to school and, you know, turn your life around, you know, stop paying credit cards with credit cards. And I did like, I'm coachable. So I went to the air force recruiter. They said, no, we don't want you. Uh, But luckily the recruiter was kind enough to say, Hey, go next door to the army. They'll take anybody. Um, So I did. I fogged the mirror, got into the army. I went to basic training like two months later. Thank God, because I needed to make some money. Um, I was like doing all these random jobs. I was mowing the grass for the neighbor, uh, showing people all these rental houses to hopefully they would rent. Um, And and I'm telling you, South Florida rental houses are disgusting. (laughs) Um, I would show up like an hour early, turn the air conditioners on and like fan the house out and spray uh, Febreze and Lysol. And that stuff does not mix well, by the way. Um, I don't recommend (laughs) it. And then if they'd rent, I'd get like 300 bucks. So um, long story short, go to Afghanistan. Uh, So basically I went, I got through training, basic training, AIT. They sent me to Germany. We all moved to Germany, me, my wife, and the dog. And I'm there for like two months. And then I'm in Afghanistan for one year, back for one year, and then back in Afghanistan for another year. Um, And then finally got selected for uh, what's called the green, the gold program. Um, where they select about 160 active duty army soldiers to be, uh, go to school, basically go to ROTC to become an officer and you get paid your salary. So I had made it to E5 from E1 to E5, like two and a half years. So I was cruising because I needed to start making some money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, by that time, you know, me and my wife had split up. I I was always away, always gone, uh, always deployed, always training, always in the field. Uh, so I'm a bachelor now and I'm back in the States in 2013 and guess who still got the real estate itch. So I bought a house. I started house hacking and haven't looked back since. Damn, man, that is a story. So you, I mean, that's cool that you like at the beginning, you wanted to be a real estate rock star. That was, that was something that wasn't really introduced to you. You were just like growing up. This is the direction I wanted to go. But then you got your teeth kicked in 2008 and it kicked in many people's teeth. Um, so you are not alone there. Don't feel shame about that. But it's cool that you you got back up. Um, you got your teeth kicked in. You realized, shit, I got to make some money now. Got into the army, went through that that whole career path. And then you got into, you said, flips or single family flips. I actually, um, it's a funny story. I, was, I had to get back from uh, Afghanistan to Germany, clear my house. Um, and basically, I got to the States just in time to start school. So I had no house to live in. And I'm too old. I'm like 25, 27 years old at this point. I'm not living on campus. I'm already the old guy in school. No way. Uh, <laughs> um, so I rent. I, I went on Craigslist and found a room for rent. And I checked the guy out who's working for like a, a government contractor. Super nice house. But he had this cat, man. That he never changed, and I don't like cats. Like I may have lost half your listeners. I'm sorry, I just don't like cats. I'm no um, way, man. I'm, I'm I'm a dog guy, not a cat guy. Me, uh, me too. Dang it. Um. So and he never cleaned the litter box, and the litter box is right next mm-hmm. to my room, and I'm I'm cleaning this litter box once a day. It still stinks, and I'm feeding this cat. And I was like, you know what? I'm a real estate professional. Like, why did I buy a house? So I went and put an offer on a house like that day. Bank owned foreclosure, got this thing full price offer, bought it with my VA, no money out of my pocket, my VA loan, by the way. And it was a fixer upper. And, and so many people are like, well, it's a VA loan. They're not going to approve it. Bull crap. 
the VA didn't care about any of that stuff. <laughs> um, it was a bank owned foreclosure. It needed everything. I may have put maybe $10,000 into it and I did all sweat equity. It, it oh, needed wow. way more than that. And then I rented the rooms out and I'm making over a hundred and something dollars a month to live there. And I had the the master bedroom with the ensuite bathroom. My roommates were amazing. By the way, my roommate was mining Bitcoin. He had a huge mining operation. Good man. Good he man. tried to pay me for a year and a half in Bitcoin. And let me oh, tell you how smart I am. Son of a bitch. I didn't take a single bit of it. And that's how <laughs> stupid I am. Um, I'd be worth like $27 million right now. Um, that's, crazy. that's fine. Uh, my, uh, my cousin and I actually were mining Ethereum way back in the day, and then we lost the password. And the thing about mining operations is if you don't have the hash, you don't have the password, you just can't get it. And so there's like, I don't know, I don't know how many tens of thousand dollars out there just hanging out because we, we totally lost the password, but Dear not Lord, really the real estate. I'm just saying, I feel, I feel your pain with the, with the Bitcoin thing. Oh yeah. And I was, and, and here's how stupid I am. I had five Litecoin machines that I was mining through a company called DigiSade. Mm. It all got hacked too, by the way. Um, and it's all gone. But I'm already in crypto. I didn't understand it though. And one day I just unplugged them all. I was like, this is pie in the sky garbage. It's not tangible. Um, anyhow, so live <laughs> and learn. I do mine Bitcoin now, by the way. Um, but yeah, I started with house hacking, then bought a rental right down the street, then bought another rental. And I just kept doing rentals. And then I was like, Oh crap, I'm broke. I've maxed out all my credit cards, all my Home Depot and Amex. And I'm like, how do people buy rentals? Like, this is the, the worst way to wealth ever. Like, I was very short sighted. Now, come 2019, I was like selling all this. Hell but, yeah, I got these um, rentals. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have never sold any of them, by the way, because yeah. um, they're still going up. But I was like, I needed to pay for a few classes and I, I had racked up those credit cards. I'm, I'm on the third rental property, fourth rental property now. And I started haphazardly wholesaling houses. Hmm. And what I would do, I'd go on prop stream, get the notice of default list, knock on the door. And if they didn't answer, I'd leave a note. And I got deals like that. It was just nuts. Wow. You did door knocking. I got, that is uh, that's next level wholesaling. I did wholesaling with just like, direct mail and like RVMs, but door knocking, that is, you got to have some cojones there. I'm, I'm props for that. Well, let me tell you, um, I had just come back from Afghanistan. I didn't care about no door knocking, but <laughs> after about the seventh or eighth time, like I swear, and this is in Palm Bay, Florida, this is kind of a rough part of Melbourne area, by the way. Um, every guy that would answer the phone or not the phone, uh, the door, I swear, I'm like, dude, do you play for like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, like a linebacker or what? So my knocks kept getting quieter and quieter. And then ultimately, I just started get, like get, get to be a little sissy. And I just like started putting notes on the door. Um, and finally, the note worked. So there you go. <laughs> no, I, I was scared. <laughs> Actually, there. Awesome. But I mean, we're talking about door knocking and wholesaling. Your main niche is land. So you haven't even got to that part of the story. How did you get from, you know, buying these rental properties that are making you, you know, a couple hundred a month to now focusing a hundred percent on land? Yeah. Um, well, it's about time to move to Colorado 2015. Met the woman of my dreams uh, while in school. Uh, we got married. She actually followed Congrats. me to the fort. I did not follow me, came with me. Um, to Fort Lee, Virginia, where I had to train for about six months. And then we went to Colorado. 
uh, we had gotten married and then got pregnant and I'm still wholesaling houses. And by this time I would gotten coaches, or I'm sorry, gotten a coach. Uh, my head's a little cloudy. I just got it back from a run and I'm not talking right here. Um, so I found the coach. His name was Tom Kroll with Wholesaling Inc. And he showed me like a proven path to creating a wholesaling business. It was like the McDonald's program. Franchise of wholesale. Brand, yeah. Like put two squirts of ketchup, one squirt of blah, 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 one pickle. And like Boom, it, you got a contract. <laughs> it was working. Absolutely working. Wholesaling Inc. Um so long story short, I'm an army officer. I'm working like 12 hours a day again. And then I'm always de- always training to prepare to deploy, always in the field. And I'm working 12 hours a day, plus trying to get contracts and go meet sellers. We, we were about to have our first baby. Plus, I want to see my wife too. Um, and I was searching for answers, listening to you know podcasts like the Real Estate Investing Club. Woo! And I heard about a guy. You probably weren't around at that point, but but I like no, the plug. <laughs> you weren't there yet, and or I would have been listening to it. Um, I actually believe it or not, don't listen to podcasts anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, neither do I. Just there's so much great stuff. Not that pod, I mean podcasts are amazing, um, but I was searching for answers. And I heard about this guy buying land and like flipping it overnight and doubling his money, tripling, quadrupling his money. And I'm like, holy crap, I got to send out 6,000 postcards, you know, spend almost three grand to get all these calls, to work these leads and have to go see eight houses, you know, and I'm like screaming off base on my lunch break. And I only got like an hour maybe. Um, and I'll mail all these mailers and then I won't be able to take the calls. And I was just starting to build a team. I just hired somebody and I'm like, why am I not mailing the land? So we sent some postcards out like 687 of them to the county held tax lien list. This is stuff that tax lien investors don't even buy it because this crap's not buildable. I say crap. It's, it's land. It's like this pure gold. This one man's trash is another man's treasure. (laughs) Um, not buildable, not accessible, you name it. There was problems with it. And I'm getting this stuff for like $500, $300, $400. And they're not even negotiating with me. Like they're giving me their price. <laughs> what do you want? Dollar? That's fine. Go ahead and take it. I've gotten land for less, like free. Um, wow. We got a piece of land. The, the first piece of land we ever got for free, I was afraid to buy it because it had this building on it. It had asbestos in it, apparently. Like the seller told me this and I said, don't buy it. Cause we had actually, we own a apartment complex, a 19 unit apartment complex that we had to remove asbestos in. Mm. Whew, what Horrible. a, what a nightmare. Yeah. Um, so I said, don't buy it no matter what. So we got it under contract for free. Um, we were going to get it for basically no, no money out of pocket. We just had to pay the back taxes for like $4,000. We assigned that contract and made a $27,000 uh, net wholesale fee on it, uh, uh, assignment fee. But That's great. Anyhow, all I'm getting at was I was hooked. The first parcel I made like five grand the next day. The wow. second parcel I bought it for five hundred and sold it for five hundred down and four hundred a month. And that's where my paradigm shifted. That's when I had time freedom. And that first one paid for my truck payment. The second one paid for my wife's car payment. The third one our electric bill. The fourth one the water bill. And eventually, before I knew it, all the bills were covered by land payments, seller financing the land. I would buy it at pennies on the dollar and sell it for retail. Most of the time I was selling it for a discount too um, because I didn't know what it was worth. When I realized what it was worth, I started selling it for retail prices. Then I started 
charging interest, which is like literally like printing money. And that gave me financial freedom. And then now ultimately we have geography freedom because we do, we can do this from anywhere in the world. Perfect, man. I love it. So I really like that you, uh, you, you know, you got into land. It's something that not a lot of people do. You saw the potential and you just started buying properties. What I really like about the story is that you're focused on seller financing. I, you know, so many sellers I, I talk to, I'm just like, you know, I want to buy their property. I'm like, listen, man, seller financing, it's, it's to your benefit. Like you should be, I don't understand why more sellers don't sell their properties with seller financing because you're right. You get a charge interest and it's just an interest payment that comes to you every single month. Um, so that's awesome. Congratulations on, on using that as a, as a, uh, a mechanism to kind of increase your cash flow month over month. Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing thing. And then it's like, I didn't even use to charge interest. I oh, thought wow. I was, I like, I was like, uh, so I would, I would three exit. So if the land was worth 30,000, I would buy the land for 10, $10,000. And now I wouldn't do every one of them like that. I would I would flip a couple, wholesale a couple where I would basically get the property under contract and assign the contract and then build my bank account up to ten, twenty, forty thousand dollars and then buy a, a property and then I would seller finance. I would try and flip two, seller finance one. Um, and then before I knew it, I started looking and we had we had actually charged interest. It was like six percent um one time for some reason. I don't even know why we charged the interest. Um, maybe because we were taking a lower price or whatever, but I looked at our, um, our tracking system that, that tracks our notes. It, it automatically pulls the payment for us. It, like it goes directly in our bank account every month. We don't have to do anything. And the, the buyer of the land can go in and look and see where they're at, print out like it's 100% automated. And I don't what, have to uh, talk to them. Is that? Uh, it's called easy note tracking.com you can try it out for like i think 40 bucks or something like that oh yeah or your first notes free yeah cool um but uh basically i saw where we collected uh six thousand dollars in 2000 and i think it was 2018 six thousand in interest Mm. and i told my team i was like i want to 10x that in the next 12 months and we, we, we tried it out at 7%. Then we went to 9%. And then I found out someone was charging 13%. Then I found out a bank was charging 14%. And then oh. I bought a piece of land uh, and paid 14% on a, a credit card. And I was like, okay, let's see if we can get away with 9%. <laughs> then we the other day, we just sold two in a row back to back to the same buyer. Both of them were 12%. And it's just nuts. Uh, and that's like purely printing money. Plus we're, plus we're three Xing our money at minimum on the land. So it's yeah. just a guaranteed, you know, margin of safety that, that Warren Buffett teaches. Yep. I love it. 12% interest. That's a hard money loan right there. That, that's really <laughs> I paid that on my first hard money loan. And yeah, I was so, so happy I to remember. do it. It was, <laughs> it was scary stuff. I can't believe uh, I mean, it was with- giving me money like that. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, if it if it works, I mean, you're selling land. I'm sure these guys they have development aspirations, whatever it is. If it works, it works, and that's why um, stuff like this is so great. Because you know, you might be making twelve percent interest, but the guy building on the land is going to make a million dollars in in probably three or four years. But <laughs> but still, it works out. Yeah. All right, man. I wish we had more time. I just checked the clock. We already went through the 15, 20 minute mark. Um, oh, yeah. But dude, your story is enough. I love it. You you went from 
wanted to be a rock star to the pits in the military and then all the way through now you're printing out money with seller finance notes on land and that is uh, that is the true trajectory of a real estate investor right there but it means we do have to jump into the quick question round so are you ready i'm ready i'll be quick all right <laughs> starts out with books or any form of education if you're not a bookie uh, but give me two book two recommendations one for general life wisdom and one for real estate specific uh first book a land remembered and the second one for real estate specific is the wealthy gardener. I multiple people have recommended the wealthy gardener. That gummit, I, not. I, I used to. I've been saying that for a year and a half, and everyone says, "Oh no, I've never heard of that book." And here we go. People are catching on to it. No, it's well, a great yeah, book. people. It must so be a glad. good one. That one and um, the richest man in Babylon has been recommended quite a few times, and I finally read that one. Uh, you know, it's not it's not you know rocket science or anything, but it is a good book. It was a good book. That brings us to the next question. And this one is for your younger self. So if you could go back to the Brent who, let's say, was just getting into real estate, you just had those aspirations, you tried your first failed attempt at the real estate license, go back to him, look him in the eye, give him one piece of advice moving forward. Well, I'll tell you, this came the other day in the gym. Uh, this uh, My Canadian friend, he's 75 years old. He said, Brent, you're going to be in big trouble when this market fails. You're going you're gonna to go out of business. And I said, why do you say that? He said, you're not going to be able to buy any more real estate. And I said, why do you say that? He said, because there's... And I said, "Here's." I was like, yes, I will. It's all going to be on sale then. He goes, well, you can't buy it because there's no money. And I said, why do you say that? Because they're all going to have loans. I'm going to take over the loans. So I wish I would have known what I know, like what I know now back in 2008, Hmm. It was on sale. 2009, this stuff was on sale. I just got it in my ears that I couldn't do it. Yep. Yeah. Having the perspective, that's really it. Once you once you feel that you can do it, you will do it. And it doesn't really matter. It's just you need to know that it's, you know, it's it's an option. Um, but 2008, I, I don't know how many people missed that boat. There was, especially here in Seattle, man, it was just a hockey stick. Uh once 2008 passed, you know, going into 10 onwards to 2020. It's just prices have just been going through the roof. So we all missed that boat. You're not alone there. Uh, moving on. And this one is for the United States. There's plenty of opportunity. There's plenty of land out there to purchase, which means there's a lot of opportunity. What markets, what area are you most excited about? Colorado, Florida, Texas, Arizona, you name it. All right. Those are the big ones. Texas is my favorite. I just bought three, uh, all storage facilities out there in DFW. I love love Texas. Oh, nice. All right, it's moving on. And this one is all right, your Superman strength. So we are all gifted with something that we specifically offer the world. So what is it that you are kick ass at? What is your Superman strength? Taking action, man. Taking action. Taking action. action. And that is the name of real estate right there. Is taking action. Action takers are money makers. To the very last question, and this one is for the listeners because you've given us so much good advice about land, about getting in there, getting things done, and not giving up when you get kicked in the balls like you did back in 2008. <laughs> so what is a good way for people to reach out and say hi to you? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm on Instagram. Brent L. Bowers is my handle. I have a YouTube channel. I put out a video every single day of the week. Search Brent Bowers on YouTube and Talked about Wholesaling Inc. Go to wholesalinginc.com forward slash land because they asked me to be a coach. 
Perfect. I love it. I will put those links in the show notes. So if anybody wants to reach out to Brent, learn a little bit more about land, a little bit about wholesaling, he is there. Go ahead, click a little more in the description. It'll pull down this full description in there. You can find Brent's link. So Brent, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Gabe. Absolutely. And for everyone who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. You are the reason we do this. So if you have any questions whatsoever, reach out to me, Gabe at the real estate investing club.com. Other than that, I hope you guys have a great week. Keep rocking real estate. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and were able to pull some actionable advice that you can go home with and apply to your own investing business. Before you go, I have a gift for you. If you're a new investor looking to get started or an established investor looking to take your business to the next level, I've created an ebook just for you available on the website. This ebook will cover how I was able to create both active and passive income in real estate with very little money to start with. In it, I will address the three most often cited obstacles new and veteran investors run into by showing you how to find a deal that's actually a deal, how to finance that deal with little to no money down, and how to exit a deal for maximum value. And if you get the ebook today, I'm going to bury you in bonuses, seven of them to be exact. First, you'll get the off-market lead generation blueprint, which will take you through the exact systems and processes we use to generate off-market leads like clockwork, which is the most important skill when it comes to creating real wealth in real estate. Then you'll get the A to Z REI systems and vendors guide, which will allow you to peek under the hood of our business and see the exact tools and systems and even the vendors we use to grow our business. After that, you will get the top 100 best performing keywords pack, which will give you the exact keywords we use to target leads online and generate leads without having to lift a finger. Next, you'll get the contracts bundle for wholesaling and renting real estate, which will give you access to all of the contracts we use in the field to execute all types of transactions. After that, you'll get the investor's quick analysis calculator and offer tool, which will allow you to quickly calculate whether a deal is an actual deal and will allow you to create an offer automatically from those calculations. Next up, we'll give you the Investor's Daily Success Tracker, which is a tracker you can use to ensure you are taking the right actions day in and day out to reach your financial goals in real estate. And finally, you will get the Wholesaler's Template for Quick Assignment Cash, which will give you the templates we use to present our wholesale deals professionally and efficiently to our buyers. I know that is a ton of things to say. I'm glad you were able to stick with it. Uh, so you'll get both the ebook and all of those seven free bonuses when you download the ebook today. All we charge is the admin cost to run the show. So if you are interested in the ebook and the bonus bundle, head on over to the website at therealestateinvestingclub.com. Click on get the ebook bundle at the top of the page and take advantage of that deal. With that housekeeping item covered, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day and even better week. Keep rocking real estate, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. 
If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.